So I'm sitting here from the Brewmasters Club podcast, Craft Brews and Geek News, with Kylo Ren, and, and that was a pretty in, in, informative trailer there. I think it was pretty interesting. Not sure how much that you saw, but what are your thoughts? Well, obviously, uh, I had a clutchy moment, and I destroyed my helmet. Um, pure accident. I'll probably get a new one. But it was, was it grandfather's? That was your old one. That, that was my old okay, one. Okay, okay. So you, you still know. got grandfather's saved. Yeah, yeah I, might, I might try that out, see, see how it looks. <laughs> okay. Um... I mean, this, that, that Ray girl, though, she she, did, she didn't mess you up too bad. You didn't have any scars. I mean, there's maybe a little yelling of the eyes. I, I, have a, I have a slight scar. It's a thin one, but, you know, nothing a little moisturizer doesn't, doesn't, doesn't fix. Yeah, yeah, well, it's good. Olive Ole, you know, they do some, some fantastic Amazing products. stuff. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah. I shop at Target, and they have it, and it's, it's, it's great. The first order, I tell all my troopers, you know, <laughs> they need to use it. This is Kylo Ren, and you're listening to Draft Brews and Geek News. So welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Brewmasters Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. Only two things come from Mulberry. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I ain't seen no horns on you. <laughs> I'll say, wait, wait a second. This isn't real life. Is, is, it, is it possible to get something like a... Like a fortune Wookiee, where it's (laughs) 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 every single fortune is just it's just like all caps and it's like (laughs) spelled out. That would be hilarious. It's a great sign. Deceptive, like a rebel. Uh, Hey, yeah, but um, (laughs) or like a bothan spy. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of them died for this beer. It's like I said, it's cold crash. Everyone always likes a little tinge of the ginge. I mean, speaking of too cool, these Christmas beers. Oh, looking at (laughs) looking at the. Do you call it crunkin? No, crunkin. Did it sound like crunkin? Because that would be cool. It's it would be cool. You should change it to crunkin pumpkin whatever it was. (laughs) I don't. I quit. Yeah, I I just. (laughs) I know it's upside down, you idiots. Well, yeah, I'm making suggestive airplane noises just like Dane here. Um, <laughs> right, we all can do that. Wow. <laughs> so, what that means, I don't know. Where does he come from? I don't know. Where does he go? Where do you come from, Kana Joe? Yeah. Like the song suggests. <laughs> Where do you get from, Kanashnok? Let's make a shirt. I have a scorecard up in front of us. I don't really have a scorecard. <laughs> and I'm going to take notes. On, I'm not taking notes. It's uh, the lightsaber, and she goes up to Luke, and they're on that rock thing. Um, rock Island, of course, is what it's called. And <laughs> it's called Octu. <laughs> and she, she pulls a pretty woman on him. <clears throat> And she goes, ooh, <laughs> she just takes oh it back at the last second. Then smash cut. No, this this would be an old Lobot um, in his elderly years. Oh, no. <laughs> and also it's revealed at the end that Snoke is the, uh, he was in the Goonies. <laughs> hey, you guys. I just keep doing the, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Pretty woman thing. She's not going to pretty woman Luke. She's not going to do it. I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. Hey, Dad, could you, could you, you mean to believe that they killed Han Solo? <laughs> they just dragged his head and gave himself a swirly. <laughs> 
was so well, mad. He was so <laughs> mad. Welcome to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Sit back, pour yourself a pint, and let's get into it. Now here's the founder of the Brewmasters Club and your host, Donnie Gallagher. Welcome, everyone. This is uh, the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. My name is Donnie. Good evening. Nice to be with you all. We are the podcast that talks about national stories, local flavors, and our favorite geeky nuggets of pop culture. I am joined tonight by three divine and courteous young gentlemen. First off, Mr. Dane, how are you, sir? Hey, doing great. That's great. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so enthusiastic. <laughs> not, not also, um, not, not. Not to leave on anybody else, but uh, Mr. Lossman, how are you? Doing well. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. Um, and I already used the word great. Okay. We're not original here. We just uh, <laughs> just state what we got to do. Um, Mr. Ryan, how are you, sir? <laughs> Brood boy, 813. Very happy today. My Steelers won the North. So, yes, I'm very happy. <laughs> I, I see you're wearing your Steelers Snuggie I as am. well. It's I'm nice. all decked out in my Steeler gear. Dane, yeah, if you're well, trying to flick me uh, off, your, your your hand's a little too high. I can't see you. Ooh, <laughs> no comment. Steelers are whatever decide. Um, yes, yes. It's good to see you guys. And first off, we have to uh, apologize to everybody out there because our timeline has been a bit skewed. We, we typically do every two weeks, um, but for the last week and a half or so we've been there's been vacation there's been uh trips and uh, thanksgiving and christmas is around on the corner we had a birthday party uh the crawfish boil which was a which was an awesome time with ryan's uh lime i don't think we talked about it yet lime and coconut mm-hmm. uh beer which was amazing uh but a lot of stuff going on so again i'd like to blame it on the holiday season uh but we apologize for the unpredictable chaos that is the show uh, just hang in there. We have a lot of great content. Uh, Ryan made a good point about putting the show or, or doing the show on a Monday, which is unusual, which is what we're doing now. But this is the Monday before the Force, uh, the Force Awakens. God damn it, Donnie! <laughs> this is the Monday before <laughs> the Last Jedi. Yeah, I've been, I've been researching. I'm doing a lot of of, of previous Star Wars knowledge and, and trivia. And, and as of Saturday, I've, I'm I'm imagining Dane, you're the same way. I've gone social media silent. Yeah, shutting it down. I. Even even like the commercials, they keep throwing in random scenes that I haven't seen before, and I'm like, what the heck? They're not in the trailers, nothing like that. I seen one the other day, and I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm shutting it down. Yep, yeah, that's what happened to me too. Like I was literally flipping through Twitter, and I saw a screenshot of Poe and Leia talking, and that was the first time I saw that. And I was like, that's it. I'm not. That's it. I'm off. I'm off. <laughs> done. I don't. I don't know. I don't care. I, I don't know. Uh, last I assumed he was in the X-wing flying around, so I don't know. I, I don't know. But well, um, I saw. I'll tell you what I saw. I saw Ray standing there in some. I don't know what she was doing, but she. It looked like she used and grabbed freaking a. I was like, okay, oh, yeah, Dane. Yet. Hadn't seen that yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was on. It was on the TV. Uh, it was no, it was, it was. I saw that too. I turned it yeah. off. I was like, no, stop I'm it. it. I say, wait, wait a second. This isn't real life. But Thanks, Dane. That's that's the kind of stuff I'm trying to avoid. Hey, it's yep. 
Me too. It's, it's bathroom talk, okay? It's fine. Hey, I'm no, I'm wearing not. I am wearing headphones to the theater in in honor of Dane this year. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm That's actually, walking in there with earmuffs. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Can I'm anyone get Princess Leia buns for all? <laughs> no, but Laos, Laos, don't you have <laughs> access have to earbuds? Don't you have access to to earplugs? Can't you get a handful for us? <laughs> I can yeah. do that. Can we all do like I mean, that I... fake sign language, like that one lady did just recently in the news? Did oh you guys see gosh. that? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they caught that serial killer out there in Seminole Heights, and they had a fake the, the sign language lady in the yeah. yeah never mind. That's yeah. bad. It's terrible. It they so had a crazy. fake sign language lady. Some lady snuck like in snuck in and as they were announcing that they caught the serial killer and she's all like doing the sign language and the ladies that were actually deaf in there, which is not funny, are like, I have no idea what this lady is saying. Like it was terrible. Oh my God. Yeah, it was absolutely anyway, I'm sorry to digress there. All right. Well well, besides just going dark and whatever that story was. It was where yeah. We're, we're so we're going to be celebrating on Saturday um, because that's our ritual. We go as a group, and that's what we do. And, and even though the movie came out on Wednesday, it comes out on Wednesday night, um, or I guess Thursday, uh, we're not going to see it until Saturday, and that's fine with me. I get it because that's what we do. But in the meantime, what we are going to do, which I encourage everyone out there who wants to celebrate, um, have a we're, we're going to have some dinner, and I thought it might be fun to make it um, Star Wars themes. So we'll do some some uh, pork pot pies, Carolina treat. Porg chicken wings. Sounds good to me. Grand Moff tacos. You can devour when ready. I thought that was interesting. Or Ryan was going to bring some of the Yoda stew, which sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> going to work we'll do, on that. <laughs> we'll do all that. And uh, I was even we're, I even thought if you guys were up to it, we could do the Force Awakens and have some audio commentary uh, while we were having dinner. And then we could actually post that episode too if we if we actually got around to it or it was a thing. So we'll, we'll see how that works. That's a thing. Can, is is it is it possible to get something like a like a fortune Wookiee where it's just, <laughs> <laughs> where it's just yes. every single fortune is just a, it's just like all caps and it's like, <laughs> like spelled out. That would be hilarious. So it just left you like one like wondering what the hell it was talking about. Yeah, dude, there is. Absolutely. I guarantee. Is that a, is that a thing? Can we make that a thing? No, I just made it up. We can't make that a thing. I'm going to cut it out of the episode so nobody else can see that idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. People would buy the shit out of Wookiee cookies. Never... <laughs> no, cookies! <laughs> or what'd you say? Fortune Wookiees. Fortune Wookiees. Yeah, both that too. <laughs> I love it. They would buy Fortune, it, especially Fortune. if they were like little TIE fighters or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> Fortune Wookiees, are, are, that's a really good idea. Um, all right, well, we'll see if that makes sense or not. <laughs> we are all rich right now. We don't even know it. <laughs> And then Star Wars, I mean, <laughs> Lucasfilms comes in and sues us all for stealing their copyright and their trademark. Mm. That's what would happen. Wait, so. Ryan, Ryan touched it last. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan touched it last. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's, we, got, we got not a lot of time to, to get into this stuff. Uh, but So let's go quickly. Uh, first off, who brought something interesting to try tonight before we, uh, we go on to the first one? Uh, the first story that we have, which is always going to be in our beer section. But before we get there... Uh, boys, what are you drinking? What are you going to drink? Lay it on the council if you can. Uh, I would like to try the Sierra Nevada Wintertide. Is that what it's yeah. called? I got one yeah. in my fridge. I can drink yeah. it for you. <laughs> that's it's that's fantastic. The, that's, the same. that's my that's next purchase. Yeah, it's a good it's a good winter beer. In fact, we have um, some winter beers to try uh, this winter season. So that's on this list as well as a couple other ones. Ryan, what do you got? I actually. Um, 
got some of my own homebrew here. Uh, kegged, over, uh, kegged up the pumpkin cranberry with some cinnamon, cinnamon and nutmeg. I know, Donnie, when you guys had it at your birthday party, it kind of didn't take the same light as the coconut and lime. Um, I, I think it needed a couple more days on, on you know, CO2 just to get full flavored. But it's a lot better now, and you really get a lot of the pumpkin up front. Um, and then the cranberries come in on the back side now with a little bit of cinnamon and nutmeg. So it, it's it's quite quite refreshing, to be honest with you. So How much of that did you brew? I did five gallons of it. Oh yeah. I only brought a gallon to your party because I or yeah, because I was like, uh, or no, no, what I'd bring like a thirty-two ounce garlic. I I kegged a, a gallon of it for the party, but it just didn't do the trick because it was in that little mini ga- uh, growler keg thing that I had. So, but no, it's well, really good delicious. So it's, I'm glad. It's, yeah, it's I'm good. glad it took took on a life of its own. It Lostman, what'd you bring, Lostman? Eesh. Um, I just got uh, two hearted. Because I love Two Hearted. Great beer. But earlier today, and I really wish I had a pseudo Sue. That one I really liked. And I was like, I started telling the story, and I got halfway through the story, and I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> the other guy was like, yeah, he's like, kind of want one of those too. And I was like, well, this is not good. <laughs> We're still no, at work. Pseudo Sue was pretty good. It's not my favorite, but it was yep. it was pretty good. I just remember it so well. It was so tasty. But yeah, that's what I wish I had right now. Next time you're out my but way, the, uh, the gas station by my house keeps those fully stocked all the time. That's somewhat in a four pack. No wins. Yeah. And they're just like, they're just an aggressive. But what's aggressive funny beer. is they put them into the make your own like craft beer six pack thing. And they don't realize that it's 16 ounce cans. So I just put like one or two of those in there every now and then. because They, <laughs> <laughs> they still give me the yeah. six pack price. So. Sick. There you go, man. There don't you go. Sick. <laughs> don't, don't tell my secret. Stick it to the man, of course. <laughs> um, well, good. No, I don't have anything astronomically unique. I got the Rebel IPA, both the Sam Adams. I I like it. It's um. I was at the I was at a place called the Taps uh, over the weekend at the International Mall, and they had a bunch of beers on tap that were interesting. And of course, the Copper Tail on Holy and Jenny tried a sour, and it was just it just made me think when I tasted this beer, it made me think of how spicy this Rebel IPA is. Like they are not messing around with the hops in the like the just level of pine that you get out of this. It's pretty intense, which I didn't remember about it, but I don't know. Um, interesting beer. It's always good. Sam Adams are always fine. <laughs> pretty standard drinkable beers, but I always like it. So if you haven't had one in a while, try it because it's strong tasting. I think it's like six and a half percent, but. A lot of IBUs. Yeah, well, it's only high, high, high in the IBUs. High in the IBUs. Not that high. IBUs. <laughs> yeah, a decent amount of IBUs. It's all right, but the thing we will be drinking in the future is going to be Ryan's Blue Milk. Am I right? You are correct. It is in the kegerator right now. I'm cold crashing it to the best of my ability. What does it taste like? It's fantastic. Just, it's just it, fantastic. Yeah, I, that's that's really of of the uh, Belgium styles that I've brewed um, a couple of times now. This is probably the most full flavored one. Uh, definitely got a good citrusy connotation to it, like with with the oranges that I put in there. Um, and I, I took out a little, I, it's a little less weedy than the first time. I didn't, I, I felt like the first time it was too even with the wheat. Cause I use pound for pound with the, with the wheat malt to the, to the base malt. But so I took a little bit less and I feel like that kind of gave it more distinctive flavors. So you can get wheat, but you can also get the, the other malts. So yeah, definitely. Is it comparable to anything you've had before? Oh, geez. Uh, well I can tell you it's 6%. So that's a good start. It's going to be nice, light, drinkable. Yeah, probably a little deceptive and smooth. You probably are going to want to have more than two. 
So that's a good sign. That's a great sign. Deceptive <laughs> like a rebel. Uh, hey -oh. Yeah. <laughs> or like a both and spy. <laughs> so, a lot of them uh, died for this beer. It's it, it, like I said, it's cold crashing now. I'm gonna keg it on Wednesday, so it'll sit two days on CO2. It's actually two and a half, and then we'll be bringing a ton of beer over. I don't know if I'm gonna transport the whole keg uh, or not yet, but maybe we'll see. It depends on how much you guys want to drink. No, we. I mean, just bring what bring what you can. But um, I know I, I got a couple of your guys's growlers at the house. Actually, I think I have one still in the fridge. I think I have one of yours, Ryan. One of yours, Nick. So. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I just know that I have three more growlers that I don't have. Well, I, I have a 64 have. ounce growler and two 32s, so I'll probably just fill those up and call it a day. That's fill like those a, bad boys up. That's a gallon of of beer. So we'll see. Sick. All right. Well, speaking of um of a lot of beer, I went to the uh, 1821 launch party uh, last week. Did you guys hear that episode? We put it out from yeah. uh, Neil Callahan, who's the he's the elector of the Cigar City Brewing. Uh, company and they were out there with a tap launch as what we do is to try to support local beer best we can and part of doing so was um, going to this launch party to support Tigar City uh, the biggest piece out of that information not only was that beer pretty good uh, if you want to try the the 1821 it's I I put this cap of a table beer on it because I think that's a resurgence of beers that you can drink multiple beers of while you're sitting at the table right for dinner for whatever Ryan, we first went to, was it 610, the brewery where he talked about the Belgian beer that was a table beer, and it was like three and a half or 4%, and you could have five or six of them, you know, in a sitting? Yeah, I think it was, I think it was actually five or six, something like that. But yeah, it was uh, a beer that, it was a Belgium that you could drink throughout the day, you know, and, and yeah. Yeah, and that's what, that's what this reminded me of, because it wasn't, um, my wife asked, she said, was it, was it like a Miller Light? Was it like a Bud Light? It really wasn't. It was, it was a... Um, flavorful beer like it was a craft beer it had the flavor it had the taste it was all there but it wasn't overpowering and it wasn't um he mentioned the invasion the the invasion that that cigar city makes which is a uh, yeah, modeled after the highlight just a little less strong i didn't think it was that kind of beer i thought it had its own flavor and its own taste um it was just a little bit different so i liked it but if you want to try it out you got to go to mcdidden's or yard of ale or cigar city brewing uh, to try it out in the tap room so very cool and very cool of cigar city to invite us out to the tap launch and have us some um, or, or spend some time with us to support that so if you want to check it out i think it was the last episode go ahead i was gonna say you know it sounded like they were noticing um something like a, whether it be a pattern of drinkers or you know different styles that people like to drink and you know, from what Neil was talking about, it was almost like they were trying to put that out there that you could have, as you said, a table beer, but not just for the craft beer person, maybe even for somebody that you bring into a craft beer brewery that doesn't know what craft beer is. Like take my mom's boyfriend, for example, he is an avid Budweiser drinker. He drinks Budweiser start to finish. That's, that's the only thing. We went out to uh, Woodbright and tried to find a style that was comparable, and he ended up liking it. So maybe this is uh, Cigar City's way of saying, hey, we're not just about making these high-potency beers, which they do have a lot of, you know, a lot of different stouts and a lot of different IPAs, but, you know, we want to be for the casual drinker as well. Uh, and I felt like Neil did a great job describing the, the beer itself to the point that I could bring people that don't drink craft beer, and they might actually segue into it. So yeah. It reminded me of, of your conversation with the, the lady who was drinking Bud Light, and you were like, oh, try the last snow. I almost, yeah. brought, I almost brought that up in the conversation, but I was like, you know, he's probably not going to be able to comment much on the last snow. Although, Neil's pretty genuine. You, you can ask him just about anything. He'll, he'll tell you his opinion. So. 
Yeah, not, same thing with that lady. Yeah, maybe she would love the eighteen twenty one. I think she would. Like I said, maybe I think find her. <laughs> I, I think I think my wife would. I think your wife would. I think anybody that, like you said, if you're if you're trying to get somebody into craft beer, it's it's, and that's the conversation that I had with Neil. It was that you, when you thought craft beer two, three, four years ago, you were like, oh, that peach, whatever the Budweiser commercial was, peach schnapps, yellow IPA, or whatever. Um, I thought that was pretty funny that it's, we've made this transition to where they're not so aggressive. And now beers are trying to to come back to uh, letting those who may not be a blue, blackberry smoked porter, you know, fan to, to, to drink and craft beer again. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, not everybody likes sours or gozas, but I think that's kind of like my table drink. I like gozas. They're 3.5% something like that. So that can appeal to people too, but yeah, perfect. I can't wait to yeah, well, I got to get out there. It's funny the other thing, the last piece on that Lindsay from JJ Taylor who invited us out there with Cigar City was telling me that uh, JJ Taylor just signed on Florida's second or, or maybe even first 100% sour brewery. And I don't remember the name of it, but it's it's like literally the f- first you know, top 5 in the state, first 5 in the state that are strictly sours, which which is very interesting. Inoculum? Eh, I just don't like sours. Sorry. Yeah, but it's called Inoculum. That was it. All right. So moving on right along. I just want to mention one quick thing, just because this was news last week. Like I said, we're a little bit uh, late on our news here. I wanted to bring up one thing about the, since we're we're a craft brew, you know, podcast, we talk about um, different breweries that that kind of progress through the, the life shelf life that is, that is craft breweries. But Avery is one of them that has now uh, fallen from grace as in that they've sold about 30% of their company to AB InBev, uh, which is a shame because Avery had a lot of cool beers that I really liked. I don't know if you guys know any of the ones from Avery. Oh, their their White Rascal was was one of my favorites. Didn't have that one, but at Hunapu Day last year, they had some uh, Imperial IPA, and I was like, give me the Imperial, and the guy gave me the Imperial, but that was the Imperial, like... <laughs> Uh, stout that was barrel aged, and I was like, "That's not an imperial IPA." He's like, "Oh, oh you wanted that one?" And I was like, "Yeah, I wanted the IPA. I didn't want the barrel aged. It was like seventeen and a half percent." But uh, that's it's my only taste of Avery right there. I, I liked him, but you know, to each his own. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, I mean, he sold thirty percent, so they're still in most control, but that won't probably last long. We'll see. All right, moving on. So we um we talked about a cool. couple. We are. We are walking into the winter season here. Um, as Dane mentioned, there are there's a good winter beer out by Sierra Nevada. It's called the Winter Tide, and it is um, pretty delicious. I haven't had it this year. I had it last year. Um, it is a delicious beer, but I wanted to run through just real quickly six beers here that they had for the winter selection, and then we can talk about if you guys have had either one. Uh, first off, we'll start with the Sierra Nevada Winter Tide. Ryan, have you had this before? Uh, I've bought about four of the variety 12 packs in, in my local Publix. So, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked it. It's, it's a winter war. Honestly. Is it really for winter oh beers? Oh, my God. It's so good. It's it's really – you get nutmeg. I think I shared it a couple weeks ago on the cast. You get – or maybe I took a picture and sent it to you guys. I can't remember now. But, um, yeah, you get cinnamon. You get nutmeg. You get the, the – I'm not sure about the ginger, but you get all that stuff. Yeah, it's just a fantastic. Sound like you, you're targeting the ginger there, but that's we'll just move no, on. No, 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 no. Very friendly to the gingers. <laughs> Everyone always likes a little tinge of the ginger. I mean, oh, <laughs> can you can you buy this stuff by itself, or does it come in that snow pack? 
It's in the snow. I think. Yeah. I mean, unless you open one. the box and just make it look like it's a nifty six pack. I've seen it. No, I've seen it. I've seen a six pack of them. Winter. I think winter is my my least favorite time for beer. Like I like fall. I like summer. I like spring because they make all these crazy beers. But winters, it's always like porters and and heavy stuff. Oh, which, same stuff. So go not ahead. The segue from the or not take away from the. Uh, the winter beer here but um in that variety pack you can get the holiday haze ipa which is very good and i've been kind of drinking that as well so, <laughs> yeah all right well i do like i mean i like i like the flavors i like to, to try it out and when it's cold and you have a fire pit and you're outside it's real nice i get that but we we live in florida we had our first freeze yesterday and, ooh, <laughs> it was real chilly it um, was. I, I got to wear a jacket <laughs> <laughs> yeah i dusted mine off from the, the like closet too but for dane i mean up there in, in uh north carolina south carolina i can't remember yeah north carolina, north carolina, north carolina i mean it gets cold i i took a, i took this winter ale to georgia for thanksgiving and i was freezing my buns off so i can only imagine how perfect it would be up there around a fire you know some s'mores yeah saturday when i was down there it was like maybe 50 something and all the floridians were freezing their butts off and i was running around in a tank top so yeah aren't you cool yeah man. yeah Looking real normal. Forgot where you lived for a couple years of your life. Yeah, totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Game's so too cool for the weather. Yeah, <laughs> screw you, weather. Speaking of too cool, these Christmas beers. Ew. Um, looking, at, <laughs> looking at the McKellar Red White Christmas. I've never had one of these. I don't know if you guys have, but it was described um, as a gypsy brewer. McKiller, always reliable, winner pick. Um, anybody had this before? Negative. <laughs> Moving on. The Waybacker, 22. Anybody had that one? Um, 11.5%. That's that's pretty strong. Booze the Polity Cocktail, vanilla, nutmeg, cinnamon, orange peel, and a wonderfully uh, played notes of brown sugar and caramel. That sounds kind of good. Sounds like a candle. Good beers out there. I just haven't had What did I say? Weyerbacher? How did I pronounce it? I don't you know. can say it however you want. Dane, how roll, do you say it? Roll the tape back? Yeah. Weyerbacher. <laughs> Weyerbacher. We'll go with that one. Weyerbacher 22. I'm guessing 22 is from the 11.5 or 11.1% alcohol. I don't know. It's from the Jump Street. Or maybe it's from Weyerbacher's 22nd anniversary. My thing. All right. Um, Brew Hub. That, there's, my thing. Wow, so this is right in your backyard. Brew Hub. The, the, the trip bitch. Trip titch. <laughs> Trip titch. Brew, brew hub you, trip titch. Uh, not technically. You a bitch? <laughs> no, no, not technically a winter beer. Um, brew hub sell up Lakeland, the land of lakes. It's Swan Good Place. Brew hub <laughs> celebrated its third anniversary in October with this beer, a blend of three heavy hitters, smoked Baltic porter, imperial stout, aged sixteen months in Caribbean rum, Woodford Reserve barrels, and coated in a reduction of maple syrup. Cinnamon and vanilla. That sounds pretty sick, Lars. You need to go try that, man. Yeah, that yeah. sounds real good. They do uh, like a growler fill Wednesday too. Yeah, well, go check yeah. it out. Go on Wednesday. Go there right now. Go there right now. You read your okay. Well, right okay. now. That's that's just I a crazy leave. like that's a crazy blend of things. Yeah, that's oh. that sounds really that sounds really intense though. Smoked Baltic Porter Imperial Stout, aged sixteen months on. Uh, I say barrel aged, man. It's gonna it's gonna be boozy. It's gonna be. With maple syrup too, cinnamon and vanilla. Like that's a yeah. lot. It's a lot. All right, Southern Lights Holiday sounds Porter. Like... Go ahead, sorry, Loss. No, I was just gonna say it sounds like the like a beer from Elf. <laughs> it was a bad joke. That's why I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> right on you. Next time, just say just say just say banana 
That's, that's the code word. Bananas, bananas. <laughs> um, Southern Lights Holiday Porter is the next one here. It comes out of Clearwater. Uh, sounds good. Robust porter with uh, cinnamon sticks, nutmeg, vanilla, beans. Uh, it's a quintessential winter beer a combo. Good news is it's purchased for growlers at the tasting room on Gulf to Bay Boulevard in Clearwater. Uh, the next one we did have, and we were at our, our good friend um, Christian's place there at Brew, the Tampa Bay Brewing Company Gingy Imperial Porter. Now, do you guys remember that beer when we were there for our last episode, number 55? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeesh. The Gingy, I don't remember loving it. I remember, Nick, did you like it or Ryan, did you love it? I think somebody loved it. It wasn't me. I liked it. I, I like it. I think I was just playing along with the name, if I'm honest. <laughs> I, mean, I, actually, I actually had it again. It, it's still on tap there or was still on tap. I had another taste of it. If you like gingerbread cookies, this is your beer. But I really think this is a candidate for making a gingerbread beer float. So just throwing that out there if you want to you know have something different but uh no I, it's it's okay it's it's not bad it's not i've yeah i like right. the name well the um the last one we have here is the grindhouse brew lab get scrooge um that one is a clearwater again uh brewery here so right in right a local beer uh the gret the get scrooge the berliner weiss uh which is perhaps the opposite of a winter seasonal mm-hmm. uh, but it's flavored with ginger cranberry um, and I'm not sure if that qualifies it as a winter beer, but you know, I won't tell if you won't. Well, and don't forget, <laughs> you can always come down to Sobrew, aka my garage, and try my pumpkin cranberry if you really know. Should you call it crunkin? No, like pumpkin. Crunken. Did it sound like crunkin? Because that would be cool. It's, it would be cool. <laughs> you should change it to crunkin, pumpkin, whatever it was. <laughs> be great. Sure, it's, a good, it's a valid suggestion. I like it. What was that? Whose beer wasn't it? Wasn't it Ashley's beer, or was that? Was it Cora's beer? Whose beer is that beer? Well, uh, Cora can't drink. Uh, no. <laughs> no, but somebody helped you make it. Um, oh, what was my... Uh... Your other daughter? <laughs> no, actually, so uh, my buddy Joe... It, uh, Your daughter, Joe. I got it. <laughs> runs and manages a, a, a local pub. He had suggested doing a pumpkin and uh, raspberry, and uh, you know, so I re- did that first. But this one was the second rendition. I changed the raspberries to cranberries, and it was perfect. So, last man, I like the the name. So, yeah, man, that's I was looking that's for what names. I do. So th- there it is. <laughs> there, yeah, that crunk raspberry. Still need crunken... one for the coconut and lime, though. Nope, that's all right. That's mine. I get to call it. I'm 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 resonating. I'm gonna make it something perfect when I when I again. Next time I make it, then we can talk about it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll have. I'll get you name. I'll have something to you before then. But I think that once we just get in a room, we can hash it out. Really talk about it. We'll, we'll figure it out. Sounds good. <laughs> what were you saying, Dano? Talk old turkey. I was gonna say uh, Donnie's crime scene. That's what you should name it. <laughs> if oh. I did a if I did a red version of it, maybe yeah. What? Be. Why crime? What? Yeah. What did you say? Lime and ah, lime and what? Coconut. Yeah. 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 Okay. Steve coconut. I'm from Lyme. There you go. Crown. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. How about <laughs> put put the check in the mail? <laughs> you, you took the C. You took the L off. Yep. Oh, all right. Man. Yeah, we can all we can all read through the lines there. All right. Anything else in the beer stories, guys? Because we are at about we're at the halfway point, but I, we need to keep moving. Oh, we're moving. All right. Yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> Yeah, we're moving. All right. So we have reached the point in the show, our famous segment, Geek News, Drink It In or Send It Back. 
first story here. Dane, I don't think we've talked to you about this one yet, but did you know that there is a Super Mario cereal coming out from Kellogg's? You may have mentioned it before. Well, I don't, it's not here, so I, I can't. Well, I guess it is. Not yet. Almost. Cereal, no, cereal boxes are hitting the shelves tonight, December oh. 11th. So it's a Ooh. Christmas miracle. <laughs> um, but the, the, <laughs> the coolest part about this is that the box itself is an amiibo, which I think is very interesting. So if you guys don't know amiibos, basically, Ryan, you can take the box and <laughs> thank you. you can I was thinking to myself, it. what the fuck is an amiibo? And you're like, it's a zuzu. It's a zuzu. It's a zuzu. <laughs> oh no, it's not a zuzu. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a scanner thing. You use the controller, your remote control that you control the game with, and you can scan the the product thing, and it makes it gives you stuff in the game, like it mm. gives you a loot. Yeah, it's like it's, it's cereal. Cereal, but Nintendo's just finding a way to like monetize their games with little tchotchkes. But hey, awesome! I'm buying that cereal just for that, so it's all good. I'm gonna look at my local Publix t- today. He's gonna <laughs> have like 18 of them in the cart. <laughs> yep. These boxes are. So I'm gonna do it today. I want some amiibos. I want some hearts and stuff. Amiibos. Hey, Dane. Speaking of amiibos, guess what came out like two days ago for the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild DLC number two. Number two. Have you tried playing it yet? It's impossible. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, oh boy, tough. Oh boy. So the so the you guys that that don't have the Zelda on on Switch. Uh, the first one came out, and I was like, "Oh, the trials are awesome!" And it was basically you—you you revert back to the first DLC for Zelda. Was there's there's gear and stuff, but you put the sword in the stone, and then all of a sudden you revert back to like a like a, a level, and you go to like you start at level one. You have nothing on, you have no weapons, and you got to build your way up. And so I was like, "Oh yeah, I got through level six, seven, eight. How far did you get, Dane? Like, what's the farthest level you got in the Master Trials? Like probably right around the same seven. Yeah." And I was like, oh, this is really fun. You know, I'm sure I was almost there. There's 40-something levels <laughs> that you have to beat. I'm like, how the f- – I don't – I quit. Yeah, I quit. I just – I was like, oh, this is fun. I'll just put this away for – I'll watch for someone else day. do it on YouTube. It's fun. Yeah, that's what I did. I was like, I'm just going to put this away for a rainy day. I was like, okay, so the DLC number two, that'll be, that'll be the DLC. I got it. I got this one. Yep. So this so this DLC comes out. This is it came out like literally two days ago, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. And so I started playing it without reading anything about it. I was like, oh, you get you get a weapon like it's a one shot kill. So you just it's a sword, but it looks like a trident. And so when you swing it, you, you everything you hit just dies instantly. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be sick. When you pick it up, have you played this game? No, not this part. So when you when you pick up this this isn't a spoiler. It's just what it is. When you pick up the the weapon, your health drops to a quarter of a heart. So you have a one-hit weapon in your hand, but if anything hits you, you also die, including like residual fire or oh, explosion oh, no. or or falling from anything larger than like ten feet. So I was like, "Well, this what? What? The <laughs> sh-? Like I died thirteen times just trying to get to the first like yeah. new dungeon." I was like, "Oh my god!" So that that might just that might just wait for anything too. Once you beat that, you actually get a motorcycle, which makes perfect yeah, sense. Yeah, perfect sense. Huh? Yeah, Zelda's first motorcycle. It's it's really cool. Um, huh? But anyways, yeah. Are you the, following the master cycle? The master zero. cycle. Wait, zero. Zero. Which means there's which means there's probably an upgrade. Uh, perhaps. Is it, is it like is it a like a gasoline powered? Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it potion yeah. powered or no? 
No, it's just, there's, <laughs> yes, Ryan. It's guardian powered. It's literally just yeah. the motorcycle. Yeah. Is it, nece- you is can it necessary it. though? Like, what happened to the boots? Like, just give them something to run faster with or something. I mean, it's I just know. a fancy Randy. cycle that has the same look as all these a guardian Harley? things. No. <sighs> I don't know. Ryan, you can't just take a Skyrim word and put it in front of a normal word. <laughs> what What about the flute? When you get the bird, it takes you from diamond just a to diamond. Certain, like, the no, bird flute? There's a certain <laughs> steampunk look to things in this game, and, and that's what this motorcycle yeah. looks like. Appealing to it's the cool. Why, why a motorcycle? I don't know, but it is cool. It is cool. I do like, want it. Cool. Yeah, I do want it too, but you have to beat everything first, which is sucky. It's real yeah. hard. Can you take your sword out and slash people as you're driving? Yeah, you can. Oh, okay, yeah. then that's and you can shoot Grand on... Theft Auto Zelda right there. Link well, right there. Fuck. You can use the bow and arrow too. Yeah. And you can you can just be coasting. You bicycle the you know you just ghost ride the whip and you just. Push. I think it has a a horse head on it or something. It looks like a horse. Yeah, it's got it's like half a horse. Oh. And I don't know, but you, you can do jumps and flips and all sorts of ramp stuff. So, anyways, whatever. I just I want to get it. <laughs> but by the time you've gotten there, you've already gotten the one hit kill weapon, which is also sick. And then you get all your hearts back. So, uh, I don't know. Anyways, we didn't come here to talk about Zelda, boys and gentlemen. We came here to talk about one thing, and it's something like this. I know it's upside down, you idiots. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. We're talking about this is a great audio. I want a poster. We're talking about the last. Oh, I know why you did that upside down. Jedi. I know why you did that upside down. Yeah, Jar Jar Binks is there. Yeah, Jib Jab Binks. Jib Jab Binks. Can you not see the Jar Jar on this? Yeah. yeah. I've seen it. All right. Anyways, what we're talking about this evening is The Last <laughs> Jedi. So while we still have a few minutes of your time, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are going to explain our... Get ready for this loss. It's our famous segment. You know what it is? Yeah. Toshi yeah. Station Speculation oh, Station. Yeah. Speculation Toshi Station. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get into everybody's... <laughs> Nerds here. I want to hear what they think, what you're what you're smelling on, what you're feeling. Ryan Johnson said there's a three-hour cut. Are you excited for that? Are you not excited for that? <laughs> we can start there. <laughs> what is a cut? Well, basically, like every movie that DC has made, which is done poorly when they release a three-hour to try and entice you to go back to the movie theaters and pay for it again. That's what they're doing. But 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 Ryan Johnson is saying, don't go to the three-hour cut. The best cut is the two-and-a-half-hour cut that he actually made for the movie. So what Ryan Johnson's saying is that when he went into the cutting room, there was a three-hour version of the movie that was then condensed, taking out a half an hour of footage and condensing it to a theatrical version of two-and-a-half hours. I think that's awesome. Two-and-a-half hours, pretty, pretty good runtime for a movie. The fact that there is a three-hour cut out there makes me wonder what they cut out of the movie. Uh, well, yeah, I'm making suggestive airplane noises just like Dane here. Um, <laughs> right, we all can do that. Wow. Mm. Um, <laughs> going for the gold on the propeller there. Um, <laughs> no. All you hear but was it's fantastic. That's all you need. Um, no, but so a three, yeah, a three-hour cut. I mean, I it's Star Wars. I'd watch them all go to the Space DMV. I've said that before. Like, are you gonna wait for the Blu-ray? Just don't, sure, even, I, don't, just don't even go watch it. Just wait for the Blu-ray. No, too late. <laughs> <so> tickets already. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Like I'd I'd watch them all just go to like the space supermarket. Like it's fine with me. Like I don't care. <laughs> you don't need to get rid of any of it. Just give me it all. I I, I can totally agree. I mean I don't know I don't know yeah. what the three hour version would have. I I agree that the space Walgreens. Well, you said yeah, you well, said he took yeah. out like entire scenes. Scenes, yeah, I heard that too. So yeah, yeah. that's nuts. That just makes you think. I mean, well, her, you know, and you guys know that like this movie of I mean of the recent stars movies i'm very excited about because the the ryan johnson thing plus he was you know released as having the the next three movies which are not going to be necessarily related in the star wars universe so i think that's also very cool but i'm very excited to see what this what where where this is going to go a three-hour version i don't know that's a lot it's a lot hopefully they release it on the blu-ray right like uh cut behind the scenes or deleted scenes yeah that's what they said they said expect that on the blu-ray now you know you know what they're gonna do first is they'll have this movie then two months from now they'll release the Blu-ray. Then they'll release two months later a second Stay Blu-ray that's got that's got 30, 30 <laughs> minutes of extra footage. Which I'm like, ah, yeah, on Netflix. That's mine. Oh no, because <laughs> Disney pulled out. The appropriate strategy is to buy it on Google because it'll be like fourteen bucks when it first comes out, and then you buy the Blu-ray later on, which is full price. And then you own it twice. Boom. That's the, that's, yeah. that's the secret. <laughs> so you spend forty-five dollars for the movie. <laughs> um, Help me out. Yeah. Yeah. Before we get into full blown, or or you just buy the movie once and you watch the extended cut or whatever on YouTube, which it'll probably be. <laughs> um, before we get into our, because I want everybody's predictions. I want Laos's predictions. I want Ryan's predictions. I want Dane's predictions, and I'll give you mine, of course. The last story that we had from from when I disconnected the internet from my house was um, that they interviewed Benicio del Toro. I'm sorry. They interviewed Andy Serkis, who is the mocap actor behind Snoke. Sorry, there was <laughs> Benicio del Toro and that other name was just not even in the same boat. I'm sorry. They're both weird that. names, man. Just, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's no Snoke. <laughs> you can cut that out, but I'm sorry. That was like way. No, I'll leave it. It's <laughs> Anyways, the man who played Snoke himself was asked how powerful Snoke is, and he replied back that he has more resources and is more powerful than Vader and the Emperor. So Laos and Dane specifically, I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about that quote. And that's literally like what he said was he's more powerful than Vader and the Emperor and has more resources at his disposal. So what what do you think that means? Or did you not hear that quote before now? I've heard that, but I didn't know the actual actor said that. And what I take from that is maybe I'll get into that when I talk about what I think this is going to pan out to be because what I think is going to happen kind of plays into what that could mean. So what does he mean by he's got more resources? Like he's got more buddies with cool stuff, like some gear. <laughs> what is that? That's he knows a guy with way more trees than everyone else. Like, yeah, that's, that's the thing that I, that's the thing that I don't, I don't really understand. So let me read you the exact quote. So this is, this is the, World premiere on twelve ten. Circus said, I think Supreme Leader Snoke would say he's more powerful than Darth Vader. He's egotistical and narcissist. So yes, I think he believes himself to be so. However, um, it's his divine right to be leader. He has limitless resources and a massive military capability, which isn't working. And that's deeply frustrating. There is this sense of force and energy that's coming toward him. And he seeks to un- and seeks to undo him, which is terrifying. He feels vulnerable, and he will do anything to stop it, which makes him even more dangerous and deceptible 
than Darth Vader. That's what he said at the premiere. So that's that's pretty interesting. That's that's a relevant um, new piece of, of news that just happened 11 minutes ago. They updated this article. <laughs> so this came from uh, Half Moon Bay Review. Interesting. Well, Circus. Yeah, was... Well, Circus came out and said that Snoke is not a Sith, right? So he's not a Sith, right? But he's the ultimate embodiment of the dark side. So what that means, I don't know. Where does he come from? I don't know. Where does he go? Where do you come from, kind of Joe? I mean, yeah, yeah. Like the song suggests. <laughs> Where do you come from, kind of Snoke? Let's make a shirt. I can do that. Maybe he, maybe he drains power from others. And if he has this limitless army, he just drains their powers. I still read that the same way. I read that as resources. I think that he's got some sort of power, but his resources are this vast army that has been unperforming. Yeah, and he can just tap into it whenever he pleases. Yeah, like yeah a, I don't know. Like a Settlers of Catan type of feel, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a lot of resources. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like I consider it more Cones of Dunshire, but that's just me. Oh, Cones fan! All right, <laughs> you're a Cones man, a Cone hater, Conesman. You're a Conesman. Yeah. All right, we are we are running out of time, so that's uh, that's good speculation. But uh, I'd like everybody's book report. Laos, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go no. first to outline what what I expected of each of you to supply? You go first. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give you a Ryan. I'm sorry. Did you have a question or anything? Oh no, I'm just listening. Oh no, <laughs> I think right. everyone is listening to this podcast that they're listening to. <laughs> That's why I'm listening. Well, Ryan, you get to go. You get to go last. Then, so what I'm I'm going to paint a picture of what I think this movie is going to look like. This is how we're going to do it. I have a scorecard up in front of us. I don't really have a scorecard. <laughs> I have a scorecard up in front of us, and I'm going to take notes on. I'm not taking notes. I'm going to take notes on what everybody has to say about how this movie is going to turn out. Turn out, and we'll see if our three theories are the same or different. And then Ryan can overlay his opinion on any one of the theories, and you can choose Ryan, and you can supplement any theory you want. Okay? Deal. Can they can they be as ridiculous as possible? Yes. Yes, they can. And it doesn't really matter because we have 10 minutes to get through three of us plus Ryan's commentary. So I'm going to go quickly. Dane, do you want to go first? Laos already subdued uh, his his first forego. Do you want to lead your theory first? Do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. All right. I'm going to break it down real quickly. This is what I think is going to happen. Dean. I'm going to act out everything right now with Jenny and Emma. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> with costumes? With costumes. Hold on. Hold on. There's oh, a little God. stage break. <laughs> Move the sets in. Move the sets in. Um, no, I think... Are from the museum, right? Okay, so, so, <laughs> so Force Awakens ends. She hands Luke the lightsaber, right? Obviously, they're going to have some sort of a squabble. He's going to push back. She's going to insist that he trains her. Um, she does some training on her own, maybe. Then Luke tests her with something. They, again, get into the squabble here. The The middle pieces of this movie, I think, is what the trailer showed off, where like the rebel fleet is on the run after just destroying Starkiller base. So smash cut. They are getting chased now by the First Order, which is where Kylo comes in, and he's got his finger on the trigger. Uh, Leia's in the starship and you know something's happening but he, he decides not to take her out um, he eventually comes back to Snoke's space station which is this gigantic 
Death Star space station. Not a Death Star, but a space station or a Star Destroyer that's just massive. Kylo comes in. It, clearly, Snoke is pissed off at him, so he gets pissed off at him and, you know, decides that he's just going to take his licks and then later does this tween thing where he gets all pissed off. I think eventually they go and maybe it's part of that same battle where they get the map to where Luke Skywalker is. Skywalker is. So they they find him on Oct 2. Maybe there's a battle there. Luke, Chewie, Ray all hop in the Millennium Falcon and, and escape somehow after some sort of fight there. Possibly not with Kylo Ren. I'm not sure who will be there, but um, they all evacuate. They get away. Eventually, <clears throat> Ray and Kylo meet again. Uh, perhaps it's you know th- them trying to attack Snoke's ship. Not sure. But the two of them have some sort of conversation, and, and Kylo says, listen, I'm pissed off at Snoke too. Let's go fight him together. I think that Kylo and Rey will eventually square off against Snoke. I think that Luke will be somewhere else. I think um, those two will get to a point where they're fighting Snoke real hard. And now that little spoiler that Dane just told me that was in the trailer just keeps popping into my head and ruining my theory. But <laughs> but I think that's I think somewhere in there. I don't think they kill him. I think they. I think that he shows a huge force against the two of them, and they team up to take him out. I don't know if they take him out, but I think that something happens where he does the Vader spiral off into the universe or escape pod or something where he's gone <laughs> for a, for a moment. Um, but I think the two of them say, "Hey, like we can do this and we can lead the galaxy." And I think that versus assistance to Ray and tries to get her to her side, that's when Luke shows up, and then there's some sort of battle there. So I think the end of the movie will will end with probably Kylo, um, I don't know about going down, or Kylo trying to make amends to come back to the light, but I think there's going to be some sort of epic power struggle there where, where Kylo's a piece of it. Um, not totally sure, but I think that Snoke will either be dead or be spiraling off into nowhere space by the end of it. And I think it's going to leave the rebels in turmoil. And I, I, I don't know what will happen, but I think that they'll be split. So that's my theory. Who wants to go next? <laughs> three minutes, by the way. That was three minutes. So go ahead. <laughs> just, just that every time you mention the spiraling away, just a quick interrupt. Um, the robot chicken, uh, Star Wars, they uh, they had a great little little bit where um, Darth Vader had found a quarter that he had lost the week prior. And he's spinning her way. And he's like, there's that quarter from the other week. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, he's trying to get it. And it just doesn't work out. And, and then, hilariously enough, the club soda dispenser that he had installed also breaks. So his TIE fighter, his advanced TIE fighter, is spiraling out of control with club <laughs> soda and quarters. And he can't do anything about it because he's strapped in. Ah, uh, crap. I am in trouble. Ooh, there's that quarter I dropped earlier. Ah, this is gonna drive me bananas. Gotcha. Oh, missed it. Gotcha. Missed it. I have you now. Ah, the club soda dispenser. Ah, hell. They told me it was a bad idea and I didn't listen. Then I choked him with magic. Oh, man. Oh, this is, this is nauseating. Oh, uh, I think I have some Dramamine in my shaving kit. Nope, that's hotel soap. Whoops. Well, that's what I get. I never use that hotel soap, but I steal it every time. 
scene. Sorry. I just every time you mentioned it, I I just died a little bit because I was like, that's the best thing ever. It's the best visual. All right. Sorry. Laos or Dane, when do you guys pick? Heads or tails? Pick it right now. Tails. Uh, heads then. <laughs> right? Heads, Laos, you gotta go first. Cool. All right. So uh jumping off your your bit there. Um <clears throat> so it's uh the lightsaber and she goes up to Luke. And they're on that rock thing. Um, rock Island, of course, is what it's called. And <laughs> and she, she pulls a pretty woman on him. <clears throat> and she goes, ooh! <laughs> she just takes oh it back at the last second. <laughs> and this, of course, angers Luke. You know, just... Yeah, because he just paid for it. Yeah, I know. He's... You came to Rock Island to hang out and <laughs> drink a bunch of beers. Um, I don't know. Fast forward a little bit. And, yeah, I think there's going to be some turmoil between um, – well, there's obviously going to be turmoil. I, I think um, Kylo and Ray are going to be, like, best buds for a little bit. And then they're going to try and team up, do some cool stuff. Um, that weird little Pokemon guy is going to be flying around in Millennium Falcon. That's going to be great. The Porg. I believe this is his name. <laughs> yeah, that guy's gonna be awesome. And um, then Smash Cut. No, this this would be an old Lobot um, in his elderly years. Oh is no! Transferring, <laughs> transferring his mind into a younger Lobot, and then it's just the Lobot Chronicles. It's like the Chronicles of Riddick. He gets like Riddick glasses, and and then um, that's it. All right, it's gonna be great. Lot of space battles. Um, Princess Leia is totally gonna die. I mean, that's what <laughs> Damn. happens. See, I totally I left. Sing. I totally left Canto Bite, the casino scene, which is where Finn and Rose have to go to find a way to get on the snow ship. That's what I forgot about was the Canto Bite. But, anyways, uh, yeah, your theory sounds good too. <laughs> and also, it's revealed at the end that Snoke is the uh, he was in the Goonies. <laughs> hey, you guys! Him going, just being angry and salty. Yep, that's it. That's how that ends. All right. Uh, well, that's that's great. That three minutes, right on point. Um, thanks yeah. for that. You're Dane, welcome. do you have a semi-valid theory? Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> I, I've thought about this a lot. I, I had two different theories. I've kind of come to a, a point where I'm going to go with one theory and not the other because the other theory was kind of far-fetched in my mind after I thought about it. But anyways, I think the movie obviously is going to be a stepping stone into the third and final chapter. So I think we're going to see a lot of backstory. I think we're going to see a lot of backstory of Luke and how he kind of got to this point. I think we're going to see him, maybe not because Mark Hamill's kind of older. Maybe they won't show his face as much, but they'll see him traveling, trying to find this, the last Jedi temple. I think they'll, they'll show um, the bad guys kind of, chasing after him um he obviously ends up at this island i can't remember the name of the island rock island yeah but this yeah so this particular place donnie correct me if i'm wrong but i believe it's where maybe the jedi began or or, the original yeah. yeah the original so that's that's where he's at now um but i think there's gonna be a lot of and and you kind of seen in the trailer where you see luke holding on to R2-D2 with his mechanical hand, him watching his Jedi school burn to the ground by Kylo Ren, uh, et cetera. I think we're going to see a lot of that. And then and then what's going to play with Rey and Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren, I think 
Kylo is he wants to kill Leia, but he doesn't. And then I think Leia gets killed by somebody else. Who that somebody else is, I think we'll see. Is it Snoke? Maybe. Um, but he's not going to be the one to kill her. And so, and he's going to see it or he's going to hear about it. And he's going to kind of turn the tide. And I think it, I think it's going to be Snoke because I think he's going to turn the tide on Snoke and go after Snoke. And, and then that, that pushes his pin, final, the final notch there. Yeah, so whatever takes place between between that and then Rey, uh, after her training, getting to that point with Kylo, they're going to meet up. And they kind of suggest it in some of these trailers where Kylo Ren's holding out of his hand, what that entails. I think they're going to join, join powers and go after Snoke. In my mind, I kept thinking that maybe Rey gets captured by Snoke or, or vice versa, Kylo gets captured and... One of the two goes to try to, to help the other, um, in turn fighting Snoke. Kind of like the old trilogies, this particular one might kind of play the same, where it's the stepping stone, and there's a lot of kind of backstory and a lot of things going on, but you're not going to get any final answers. You're not going to really know what's what's going to go to the third one, which Donnie was kind of saying to Snoke, who's going to disappear, kind of like Darth Vader did. Um, in the original trilogy. So I think that might happen. I think they kind of want to keep that Star Wars um, story. Yeah, the trope. Yeah. Yeah, the the story arc. Um, But I I think Kylo and Rey will get together and and fight Snoke. And I think this is going to turn into the end of the First Order and the end of the Jedi Order. And, And, you know, maybe... They bring back, um, what's it called? Uh, Order of the Wills, I think it's called. Now, Order of the Wills, they say it in passing in a bunch of different movies. It's very subtle. Rogue One mentions it. It's kind of a backstory of where it's like using the ultimate force. Almost like the great, the great Jedi philosophy kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, Qui-Gon Jinn mentions it. I've heard that been like poo-pooed, but you're right. Like they, they, with the Rogue One, they kind of hinted on it, which makes you think that that's still in the back of their head is that this – not quite dark, not quite light, but pulling from both kind of thing. I think Grey Jedi has already been like, you know, shot down. I don't think that's a thing, but yeah. But killing the Jedi Order for this new resurgence of whatever it may be, the mix of the two, or playing off both, I think you're right. I think you're right on point. In my in my mind, I see Ray being the light, Kylo being the dark, them coming together, turning to gray. And that's where the order of the wills kind of comes into play. And you hear it a little bit, but I don't know as like a full story mode thing that Star Wars and Disney is trying to go with. Yeah, what that, that would look like. The hardcore people will know, like like us. But the pe- you know, the normal people going to watch this who think they might be fanboys, but maybe they're not. But they they just like Star Wars and and the name and the brand. They're not going to really notice that, and and then maybe they won't go that direction because of that. But in my mind, I. I really want that to happen to where there's no order, there's no good, there's no bad, there's just straight up people that can use the force. Um, you know, the, the prequels became too dogmatic, and I think we need like a restart. And, and maybe that's the restart they need to kind of go into this entire new thing. Who who, who knows? But that's how I think it's going to play out. Snoke yep. gets away, Ray. 
and and Kylo come together to fight him for the good, uh, whatever the good is. We'll we'll see. One thing is they did mention that we will find out, or that Daisy straight up said, um, it's it's pretty evident that who's raised parents are. So I think that we will find that out in this in this movie, which is comforting because I I want to know. <laughs> well, who? Yeah, think about this. Who is Anakin's? Real parents. Well, midichlorians, right? He was um, he was manufactured by the Force or whatever. He was a, or manufactured in, in, by Snoke. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's been around. Like I think that honestly, Snoke's heritage or Snoke's background is that he's older than Yoda. I think he's he's a thousand years old at this point. I mean, the the theory or the rumor that Snoke was kind of imagine like the mummy where he's feeding off other people's powers and gaining strength himself. So like he said that. You know, even um, Han Solo said, well, Snoke's just using you, Kylo. He's just using you for your power, and then he'll cast you aside. So maybe that's a clue to him gaining power off of being around these Force-sensitive people. Yeah. Mm, yeah, but there's not many left. To, and, and someone's going to kill from. Luke. Someone's going to kill him. I'm not... It could be any of the three. Uh, Snoke, Kylo, Ray. Do you think it's happening in this movie? I don't think so. I, I don't know. Mark Hamill keeps saying it blows his mind, so I'm thinking he didn't something. think he was going to get killed off. <laughs> yes, yeah, something, something like they're not going to take two main people in two movies, though. You really think yeah. that? Who, I heard Leia doesn't die, but but Laos, what were you saying? What happens if it's just like the guy who does it's like a like a random like a total rando stormtrooper is like gun jams? He's like, oh no! He's like first day, and that he's like, whoa! Finn kills her on accident. You know, Phasma. Another thing I was thinking about is like, is is Finn gonna kill Phasma, or is Phasma gonna kill Finn? I think they'll have a standoff. I don't think anybody's gonna kill anybody. I think she'll get her leg pinned down and some rubble, and they'll run away, and then she'll survive again somehow. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, before we wrap it up, Ryan, Ryan, what is so? Which of the theories? <sighs> Do you want to? Do you want to move? Because you're going to be the one sitting next to us in the theater, and if you tap me the show and say, "Hey, hey, who's that?" I'm going to punch you right in the mouth. So don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't be that guy. Just lean over to the other side and, and ask that guy. But, but what are you thinking um, out of these theories? What, what, what sounds like it might be the the way it unfolds? I think all three different theories have no answer is incorrect. Well, yeah, no, no incorrect I, answer. I think I think all three of them are three are very sound. Um, I've heard little bits of, of each of them, as a matter of fact. Um, I guess my only real theory is I, I think Luke is going to be obviously more involved into this movie, and I think he'll have a big part at, uh, towards the middle or the end of the movie, whether it be uh, uh, you know in, in regards to uh, if there's a fight with Snoke or, or something. I, I, I think there is some something there. Um, that was really kind of my only thoughts on it because I think everybody touched on on little bits, but you guys are obviously more entrenched in into the Star Wars universe than I am, um, and and more enriched with information. So, um, that's yeah. I, I so Ryan, know. so Ryan, yeah. you're saying you're gonna you're saying that Ray is gonna be Snoke's apprentice, and no, it's gonna be no. Kylo and Luke versus Snoke and Ray. That's what you're saying. Mm. <laughs> Dude, there's a fair chance that that could be the outcome. We don't, we don't have any idea. <laughs> what? Wait, I'm just so, messing with you, man. But no, but that's, uh... <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't have much of a opinion afterwards. 
Yeah. All right, all right. So let's let's just do a quick vote. Last two minutes here, and also, no, are you wishing to say something else, man? No, I well, no, I'm good. Come on, you can't, you can't. I know you had some lobot theory. Just go ahead. No, I, I was just gonna say, are they gonna, are they gonna show up? Are they gonna show where Luke's been going potty on this island? Like, <laughs> he has a house. Does he have a little house on the side, man? I, let me, let me, house. let me come back around real quick. I think Luke's gonna have more of a. a, a uh, more to gain in this movie than what the previews have led on. I, 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 you think he's going to take up a lightsaber? You think he's actually going to slay some people, knock some people down? With that thing? I, I think it might. It might even come down between him and, and uh, Kylo. I don't know. I They're going to pull a, a Rogue One Darth Vader scene with Luke just going ham on somebody. And it's gonna he's going to. Ha- he's going to have a major role in either how if, like Dane says, he dies. Possibly not. Not a spoiler because we don't know yet. He'll have a major role in how uh, Ray and Kylo Ren move forward if they do team up, just like how um, Obi Wan had that fight with Darth Vader and looked at, you know, Luke, you know, and get slashed down. I don't know. Maybe you never know. I so all right. So and Dane alluded to this as as we were talking before this started is that Ray in the trailer spot that I again have been dark to haven't seen. She she does the thing and, and someone's lightsaber hits her hand. Do we uh, do we think this is one of the things where at the last second Luke's going to show up and just start you know just start wailing or just to provide that support that they needed right before they crash or is that what we're kind of talking about here or or what do you think? Wait, unless Kylo Ren dies, could be. All right, mm. we got to. Oh, Laos, Laos's head went to the left. His chin went this way. Uh, I think that's a thought. All right, I've got final questions. All right, just just let's just do a quick poll. We can just do all at the same time. Does Leia die? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. No. I say no. no. Does Kylo Ren turn to the light side? Yes or no? For a short time. Yes. Yes. No. I don't think this no. movie. Maybe next movie. I think they're building him to turn to the light side. Something crazy is going to happen. Maybe that flip-flop happens in the third movie. I don't think it's happened in this movie. Unless he okay. dies. Does Luke die in this movie? Yes or no? No. Yes. Ish. No. Man, we are divided. <laughs> All right. Um, does Ray turn bad? And then by bad, I mean does she does she say I'm going to side with you, Kylo, and then do something bad? Hope so. I don't think she will. <laughs> I, don't I, don't she, I don't think so. I don't Why think this is going to play out how people think. People think they're going to flip flop. Yep. I don't think that's going to happen. I I I'm betting against you, but I'm 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 with will you. It ha- if it does happen, you know, kudos, cool. Yeah. But I don't think I don't know. So, so Dane, real quick, let me throw a little Dragon Ball Z in here because uh, that's relevant. That's no, 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 no. Dane's a huge Vegeta fan. So Vegeta. Hey, uh, we all like the Vegeta. Wait, <laughs> Vegeta offensive, right? Instinct, then, yes. Yeah, but then as as time went on, he got to know Goku, became better, became a quote unquote good guy. Then Majin Buu saga got the evil back in him. Is there a Kylo Ren sort of portrayal there? Kylo Ren kind of back and forth thing. Kind of back and well, forth. Exactly. Um, That's my point. I don't think they're so backtracking on Kylo Ren's timeline. I think Han and Leia knew that he was bad, sent him to Luke's school to try to turn that away, turn the dark side away, but it wasn't enough. So I, I think the dark side has always been in Kylo for whatever reason, and there's no getting rid of that. I think in this movie he's fighting that because he killed his dad and he just can't bring himself to killing his mom to where he's he's fighting that uh, inside. 
I'm still, I, I still think back to mine. I think that he was always a good side. And then he just said, you know, I'm sick of mom and dad, Han Solo, being these rebel fighters. And I'm, I'm just sick of them telling what to do. I'm more I'm pow more strong than they think I am. I'm stronger than Uncle Luke, and I can prove it to you. And that's when he starts down the dark path. Sure. He kills Han Solo to prove that he is stronger. Then he gets pissed off at Snoke because he's a whiny little teenager, the attitude of one. And, and then he goes you know, tries to, to lick his wounds and come back to the better side, which is why he won't kill Leia. That's what I think. But that's that's kind of opposite what you guys are saying. But but they're all good speculation, man. So I think we're all onto something and we're gonna see something. Somebody will be right and somebody will be wrong. I don't know what the stakes are for this, but we will we will find out in about five days, my friends. Yes, they keep doing the Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Pretty woman thing. She's not pretty woman Not a pretty woman Luke. She's not gonna do it. I don't know. It's fine. Whatever. All right. Well, on that note, I think uh, unless you guys have any final thoughts, we can end this thing. A uh, uh, question for Ryan. Um, not Star Wars, but Dragon Ball Super. Is Vegeta going to get the offensive ultimate whatever? Ultra Instinct. Yes, of course yeah. he is. He's okay. driven to do so. And he was also in the same Ultra Universe that Goku was when they both focused their minds and figured it out. So, yes, he, he will get it but he will be kicked off before uh, Goku and Jiren's the next fight. Okay. Uh, I started watching the dubbed over Dragon Ball Z Super. Did uh, you? Where it's like condensed version. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Dub them over, and then it's just like expedited, and it's real raunchy. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> My last question for this is, will Dane get spoiled before seeing the movie again? Yes. Uh, yes or no? Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. It's going to happen. Wear a diaper. I feel it. Just don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> Wear a diaper. I'm just, just going to be straight to my seat. Uh, la, 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 la. Just like stick my head in my popcorn bucket and till it starts. All right. Well, I won't text you and tell you any spoilers. I promise, Dane. But okay. um, I will. Dane, just go completely no dehydrated and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. There's no guarantee that I'm going to see it before or the same day as you. So if I happen to see it after you guys, don't text me. So we should okay. send you photos? I'll give you the okay. I'll give you the the A-okay, and then we can discuss. And remember, you guys can always tweet to Dane, at DT Merch. Just go dark. Just go dark. I am dark. It's dark. I'm dark. Except I'm, for I'm, freaking I'm watching football and then I see Ray's holding and then I don't know Dang. what to think. Damn it, I was hiding. Uh, it I is, it is just, there's, there's Stop. I haven't, all right, that's it. That's it. Where can they find you guys? That's it. Goodbye. Where can they find you? You already told them where you can find me. So. <laughs> that is DT Merton. Find Dane in the bathroom. <laughs> find him in the bathroom the night he goes to see Star Wars. I will right, kick and tell him. That's that's where that kid found him last time. And Hey, Dad, could you, could you, can you believe that they killed Han Solo? <laughs> Dane just dragged his head and gave himself a swirly. <laughs> <laughs> he was so well, mad <laughs> he was so mad hopefully that doesn't happen again Mr. Lossman where can they find you uh, Mr. Lossman uh, on Twitter, Instagram <laughs> Por qué? on Twitter Okay. <laughs> somewhere uh, like that no, at, yeah <laughs> underneath the bridge most likely <laughs> oh, right. I wouldn't go looking from there Rye Guy where can they find you 
on Twitter and Instagram at BrewBoy13. Of course, and you can find me at the Brewmasters Club on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, anything you desire. Please join our Facebook group. It is called Craft Brews and Geek News. If you want to talk speculation and all sorts of stories, we uh, talk about beer, we talk about geek news like this, we talk about Star Wars, all sorts of stuff. We um, did not do an episode last week. I apologize again. This is the episode that we're doing before the episode uh, uh, The Last Jedi comes out. We will do an episode hopefully before and after, maybe a short one before or a short one after because we'll probably be intoxicated. But um, you guys can uh, follow along there. If we do a live commentary before we go to the movie just to get caught up, we will stream that on this channel as well. So stay tuned for all that. A lot of content coming in. I'm sorry for the holiday schedule. We have a lot going on. You have a lot going on. The next time you see us or hear from us, I guess that would be, we will talk about our top beers of 2017, as well as geek stories, uh, movies, Star Wars, everything else that's going on. We played a lot of video games. I know me and Laos got PS4s. I've got the new Zelda DLC that we had to talk about. Bunch of stuff that we're going to play. Um, so please do stick along. But as we sign off here, use the hashtag uh, Brewmasters Club Cast to participate in the show. Oh, last question. Does Chewie eat a porg? You guys think in this movie? Does he eat one? Hmm. Yes. Eat a porg. <laughs> I think so. Sure. I'd yeah. like to see that. <laughs> I think it's feasible. I don't know if Disney has the chutzpah to pull that off, but maybe he does. I don't know. I, maybe they do. I don't know. Breaking yeah. um, to you. That's do. it. Well, uh, thank you once again for episode 56 of the, the Brewmasters Club cast, Craft Brews and Geek News. Laos, as they say, as we say at the end of every episode. That's how it goes these days. <laughs> and that's it. Thank you guys so much. Um, have a great night. <laughs> Enjoy The Last Jedi. And we hope that you're, uh, you're sticking with us. And uh, we will talk to you uh, later this week. Ish. That's it. <laughs> well done. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers! <laughs>